0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Is your fear of rejection holding you back from fully joining the dating scene? In this show, I'm teaching you how to hope for the best and prepare for the worst, how to handle rejection in any area of your life, and bounce back. Thanks for listening.
1: Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Them in a bygone day. Hey Emily, you got a boyfriend? Cause uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken, he thinks you're kind of cute A girl's gotta have her standards Oh my Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not
0: talk about sex so much?
1: Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I feel so good Being bad feels pretty good but You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with
0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I so appreciate you guys supporting the show and my sponsors and the incredible people at Good Vibrations. That's right. Goodvibes.com carries all the best sex toy brands on the planet. They don't carry any of that schlocky stuff that's going to fall apart and blow up your vagina. Nope. They carry the best toys. They carry the Vibratex Dahlia. Um, you, which is great for extra g-spot stimulation of course they carry the most strongest most orgasmic vibrator of all time the magic wand and now the biggest trend if you haven't heard is the wearable bluetooth um, vibrators that you can operate like if you're in a long-distance relationship you can have like you can operate your partner's vibrator from you know across the country how amazing is that check them all out good vibes is the greatest toys if you go to my website, SexwithElmy.com. Click on the Good Vibes banner, use coupon code GVEMILY20, and you get 20% off all your purchases. That's goodvibes.com, coupon code GVEMILY20. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list, do that right now because you'll love my emails. Um, We update We got blogs. We got things to help you. And um, I love you all for listening. And it's great to be here with Menace today. Hello. Hello, my darling.
1: Uh, When we started the show, you were talking about, you know... Bluetooth devices and having, you know, sex with people across yeah. the country and stuff like that. That's, you know, something that I've been talking about I on knew the show for years. We could have been millionaires by now, but no, you never listened to me. You
0: did say that like years ago, but you called seven, it the dump truck A. Eh? No,
1: no, no. That's just my other toy. But I was just talking about like
0: uh, probably like Virtual seven sex, years ago. Yeah.
1: I was just like, wouldn't it be cool if you're, you know, in one place, in one state, and then you're like doing something to somebody else in another yeah. that's crazy it is so
0: cool oh my God makes it and jeju makes this new mm. one that's coming out called the Dua. and I have it on my phone you should see this they have a watch mm-hmm. that can throw it CES right now because my friend runs oh my god um, and he I'll show you these pictures it's a watch that can control it they have like apps on your phone and so literally if we were in a relationship menace, Mm -hmm. Like a sexual relationship. I could be wearing the vibrator and I only wish. Mm -hmm. Oh, Menace, this is actually the perfect solution for you. You Mm. You're not so into using sex toys, neighbor. You haven't tried it yet. But if you're away a lot with your, you, she could be wearing it, and you could mm. just be like sitting at Kayara on your phone anyway, and just yeah. be vibing her on your phone.
1: Oh, I can be and on Instagram and then go back and like Twitter. Yeah. yeah, you
0: could be posting a picture, getting off your girlfriend. It's awesome.
1: That's amazing. But you should. I be think right. like within the next two years, it's just going to be like full on, you know, virtual reality, wearing goggles and stuff like that, because uh, there's there's already these goggles out that are you know, people that can buy for their house that's all like three sixty, like virtual reality, crazy stuff. And Facebook in, um, invested in it. It's insane. And Googles where
0: they can goggles, goggles. where they can watch like
1: Yeah, it's called Security. Uh, optimist like- or something like that. I don't know. Can you look it up? I forget the name of it. Yeah. Say. Okay. But it it's really cool. Like and what it, does it
0: let you do what does it allow you to do? I was thinking security. You no matter
1: where once you put on the glasses, no matter where you look you see something. So it could be any type of situation.
0: That's so cool.
1: I, I envision No one's gonna ever
0: leave their home. Yeah, again. but I
1: envision like imagine both of you wearing these, right? And you talking can, to
0: Ma- he's talking to Madison who's sitting here. Who's yeah, nice. sorry. He's, yeah. Madison.
1: But I, I'm talking about like both of you could be wearing the glasses and live streaming each other, you know. What do you mean having, though? Like what would like for instance I'd be seeing what she sees and she'd be seeing what I see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I that totally can happen. I probably it can yeah. probably happen right it's now. Probably happening these, at this yeah. moment. It's People called, are testing it, you know, everywhere. It's called the Oculus Rift. Yeah, Oculus Rift. It's crazy. Wow. They're not using it for sexual purposes no. yet, but I'm telling you, that's gonna happen probably within two years, and uh the self-driving car i'm telling you you're gonna be on the freeway having sex in the back seat
0: that freaks me out but (laughs) actually i do need a self-driving car because i should not be allowed to drive it's funny you know
1: they you were talking about uh ces which happens in vegas if people don't know it's the consumer electronics uh something show Show, yeah (laughs) uh that's where they you know show off all the gadgets and what's happening in the future and they they had one of the self-driving cars there and uh, one of the the writers was trying to actually crash it, and it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, crash. Oh
0: my god, that so. would be much better driving record than I have.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. I mean, so. no, I'm not kidding you. Like, I would I would totally get that, but it'd be scary.
1: Yeah, so you could be like hanging guys all over the world through virtual reality, and you could uh you know being be in a car that's driving itself and
0: road trips would be so much more fun yeah
1: getting fellatio right exactly no problems i mean yeah roadhead would be like right yeah
0: yeah you could just it would be much more safer to (laughs) to do roadhead um that would be the biggest benefit i would think one of them um i would love a self-driving car so
1: so the future is crazy the future is now Mm -hmm.
0: but the problem is is that i think it's all great a virtual Mm -hmm. whatever but people are 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 not People are losing their skills to actually have intimacy and communicate with people head on. No one yeah. wants to make a phone call. No mm. one wants to, you know, talk yeah, to each other. Yeah,
1: we're saying even outside of uh, uh, sexual stuff. Yeah, just in having a conversation in real life. People don't know what to do. No. Like people are are IMing each other and emailing each other like from cubicles two feet away. Oh yeah, you know, all the
0: time. It, it's it's very true. And mm. and I. And I just think that a lot of people have, like, social anxiety and the, and, and, and just any kind of anxiety about public mm. speaking. You know, public speaking and death are, like, two of the greatest fears that people have. People are mm-hmm. afraid of dying, and they're afraid of public speaking. And public speaking leads into, you know, just even just talking to people or yeah. social anxiety. There's a lot of people, that's why they drink a lot before they go out, or mm-hmm. people have a hard time in crowds or going to parties – and so yeah. now they're like, I can do it all online. And I just think mm-hmm. it's more and more technology we're having, people are gonna lose that skill, lose that and the, and the thing about yeah. social anxiety or any kind of any kind of fears, which is actually what the show's about, is that the more you do it, like the more you practice like anything in life, it mm-hmm. becomes easier. It does and it becomes more comfortable, and no one's being forced to do it now. Like the first time, you know, okay, today's show is about rejection and mm-hmm. about how to deal with it in any realm of your life so you know it could be dating it could be someone breaks up with you with love it could be your fear of approaching a woman or a man or you know when you see him on the street because you're afraid you're going to get rejected and the thing about rejection like we always say man, it's, you always mm-hmm. say grace like it's not going to kill you like mm-hmm. to go up and talk to someone you're not going to die if she says no mm-hmm. or it's like the worst thing yeah. that happens and you and you get better but I think about it like also working in entertainment you know all about rejection all, like we it, all day, all day <laughs> yeah. long and I didn't know that when I started mm-hmm. that you know, the first time I got rejected, I did a pilot that didn't get picked up. Mm-hmm. I was devastated. You know, I was like in bed. Ba- I was like, I can't. My life is over. You know, And then you just <laughs> realize, oh, that that happens actually all the time. My mom's like, George Clooney had 13 pilots that didn't get picked up before he had. He, you know. I'm like, okay, mom, I get it, I get it. And now you do get it. And you get, and, and also being on, you know, so you get that it's going to be reduction and that it's just about, it's not about, you know, how many times you fall down. It's about how you get back up. And the truth is that the things in life, you know, I think our success in life is built on a lot of rejection because it makes if you keep going and you keep going and you don't stop yourself. So I think we all just have to, um, you know, learn learn to deal with it and look at it as a, a gift sometimes when you get rejected. Yeah. And how you can move forward from that and create the life that you want. I sound like a Don't dwell on speaker. things. Don't dwell on it. But I was gonna also say is oh, and also like the fear of speaking. I used to be Ter- when we did the live show, so Menace and I are going on the tenth year of doing this show, I was live mm-hmm. on I started as a podcast and then I was live on the radio live, never been in a radio studio before mm-hmm. the first night I was on. So the first year I was I was terrified or the first six months. Like I would prep for twelve hours before the show that whole day. And then the whole time driving to the station, I would have this huge pit in my stomach. It's scary. And now I'm like I walk in, I don't think about you know what I'm saying? You get mm-hmm. you get used to those things and you get better at it. So I believe that everything and you know, you know, you didn't used to be afraid of being on the radio sometimes? Yeah, I could just...
1: barely speak. They to have to put the volume up all the way. Yeah. yeah. now
0: look at you. You can't shut up. So
1: Well, kind of. No, I'm
0: kidding. But I'm just I saying... still
1: fumble when I have a lot of people looking at me at the same time. I, I do a morning radio show where there's three other people in the room. And at any moment, I'm thinking they're not interested in anything that I'm saying. Right. And then I start fumbling over my words because they're like all looking at me. Because you get in I your go, head. Yeah. And I go crazy. I think we're
0: all so afraid of being judged and we think like rejection is like such a, you know, it's a death. It's like our worst thing yeah. ever because we all have self-doubt mm-hmm. and so if someone rejects us we think they're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we take we take their side. Like yeah. They're right. They're rejecting me and then we make up stories. Oh, yeah. he doesn't want to date me. He didn't call me back because I said this, you know, I insulted, you know, his mother over dinner mm-hmm. or what she did for a living or he, my dress was too short or I was really slutty or I drank too much and most times the things that we worry about aren't even really what's happening. So when you're sitting there on the morning show, you're awesome on the show. They're not thinking menace is a boring tool. They wouldn't have you on, but in our minds we tend to go to that place and it makes us oh, nervous. And
1: the worst person ever. Right. I'm you know? the worst
0: person ever and they're right. So rejection gives a chance to like, you know, mm-hmm. be mean to ourselves.
1: But and another thing too, believe it or not, rejection or even if they're into you is awesome either way. Why? Because if you get rejected you're not wasting any more of your time on that person, you know.
0: Exactly, you're not. it's a gift. Yeah, because then you—they they showed you who they are. You, they, they're mm-hmm. they into you. Yeah. move on.
1: You can be cool with them or not, and then you—you you get to move on, and move on to the next person. Exactly. You know, if you just stay in that, you know, friend zone, or just in that limbo, you don't know if they like you or not, and you don't—you're too afraid to you know, make that next move, you're going to waste so much time in your life or other opportunities that you can meet somebody else.
0: And that's why you You should, exactly, you're absolutely right. And so I always say, you know, sometimes people, when you hear, we're going to get into this in a minute, but when you hear, you know, we went on two dates, it was the best dates, I thought he was the Mm -hmm. one and then he didn't call. It's like, okay, well better, he did you a favor, actually. Mm -hmm. Because, you thought it was great it wasn't this is gonna hurt maybe for a few weeks but don't you know go you know don't don't criticize yourself and think it's something that you did he showed you exactly who he was maybe he's not into you it's probably maybe he has another girlfriend who knows what happened it doesn't matter put that aside and move forward because so many people are in relationships for way too long when yeah it should be over like in five minutes and they're together mm-hmm. for three years so that's what the show's about tonight reduction and i also want to say um one thing real quickly is that this weekend um I'm going to be at the Sexual Health Expo in Los Angeles. It's at the Sofitel Hotel and I'm freaking excited about it because it's blowing up, man. Lots of people going. Sexualhealthexpo.com. I know. It's a really cool tell, swanky locale. There's going to be sex educators speaking, like really cool seminars. You can learn, like, not like seminars sounds boring. They're like workshops, like how to get fellatio, how to talk to your partner about sex, how to relationships. I mean, every topic in the world. And then there's like parties at night. I'm giving the keynote speech on Sunday. It's $20, gets two people in. Um, and I just hope to see you there. I'd love to see, meet people who listen to the show and just come learn some stuff. It'll be fun. So that's what I gotta say about that, and then we got a little bit of sex in the news.
1: All right. What do okay. You got?
0: So, did you know, menace, cheating women prefer humor over sexual pleasure.
1: Cheating women prefer. So they're humor. not just trying
0: to get their rocks off. They want to laugh their ass off. They
1: want to have fun.
0: Exactly. So you can laugh someone into bed, according to a study which found that cheating women look for humor over sexual pleasure. A study by a dating website uh, att- for attached people looking to cheat, whatever, it's like one of those sites I'm going to mention, not even Ashley Madison, which I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good, Emily. Uh, found a good sense of humor is the top turn, uh, top turn on for 75% of women. Wow. Does this mean that all their husbands are just putting them to sleep or something? Um, they found that being funny is more important than intelligence and oral sex. Wow. I beg to differ. They didn't they didn't they didn't interview <laughs> me for this study. The study shows that most women across the globe prefer a funny man, but there's always an exception to the rule, with German and Polish women ranking intelligence over hilarity. Okay. I guess Germans just don't
1: But yeah? see, I think the funny guy is just fun, you know, you're in a relationship probably not having fun. You know, you're bored, exactly. or something like that. It takes you out of yourself, and then here's like some funny guy that's fun, and you know, you know, women—they see something shiny, they want to go after it. Yeah, exactly. And then that's so what happens.
0: But would a man ever leave his wife for a funny woman? Mm, no, never. he would never cheat. It'd be like she's got a great ass. Mm-hmm. My partner, I'm tired of her ass, even if it was is great, <laughs> yeah. and that's the ass that I want. <laughs> see, women were much more flexible. I mean, we know <laughs> it's our brains. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like if a guy, it's true that. After you talk to a guy for you know that's is what's attracted to me, isn't? It I would is say cool. intelligence and humor, but they go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, but it is cool too to get. Uh- around a woman that has, like, an awesome personality, believe it or not, coming from a man. It is, it is fun just to, like, have discussions with know. them and stuff like that. But, I don't, yeah, again, I don't think guys are really thinking about it in a sexual way.
0: Right, exactly. The it problem is, like, and then they get with someone who they're really attracted to, and guess what?
1: They're bored. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. The
0: sex is going to change after yeah. a while, after you're with everybody. You know, what's that saying? Find a hot woman in a bar, and I'll show mm-hmm. you guys tired yeah. of having sex with her. So, Okay, so Brazilian women voted for oral sex, though. As the most important skill a man should have. while Peruvian Mm. and Mexican women want their men playful and experimental. All right. So, um, good looks will fade and sex drive may diminish, but seeing the light side of life is a quality that never gets old. A great sense of humor is a must for the majority of cheating women, even if it's just for a fun fling. Listen, if you're cheating and you're going to one of these websites, I would say... Turn, into your, turn towards your relationship, the time that you're spending on this site. This is a short fling. This isn't going to last very long. It's like doing drugs for a night or something. And I, I, get, I like the fun of this that, you know, it's funny to think that women like funny. But you should either break up with your partner and then go bang mm-hmm. someone or, you know, not. <laughs> Don't go on this website. Okay. Sex, sexiest smells. Mm. Not what you think. If you want to turn on a man, you may want to put your face in a pumpkin pie or rub some pizza grease behind your ears.
1: I don't know about pizza grease, but pumpkin pie is dead on.
0: Dude, that is the number one thing. <laughs> yeah. So it says that um, The Real Signs of Sex Appeal, which is a book that just came out, looks how 46 different scents affected penile blood flow in 31 men. The study found, the book finds that lavender and pumpkin pie, individually, not combined, increased penile blood flow by 40. That's a lot. Wow. But cheese pizza increased it by five percent. <laughs> so maybe you should wear lavender oil instead of pizza grease if you yeah. want the sure thing. Uh,
1: not not for me, not lavender, because my mother grows lavender.
0: Oh, and it just make you think of your mom.
1: Yeah, but the uh, the pumpkin pie is definitely Isn't so. Isn't that good. funny?
0: The pumpkin. I mean, it's it's just <laughs> like it's, it's really interesting. I always thought it was vanilla. I always heard vanilla, but mm. okay. It also said thirty percent of women found that vaginal blood flow was increased. Um, It said 30, uh, uh, vaginal blood flow was increased by pumpkin pie smell as well, but the winning combination was a scent of cucumber and good and plenty licorice candy, which increased Mm. vaginal flow by 13%. So I guess next time you go to the movies, you bring a cucumber salad and you get the good and plenty. Like that's kind of a weird combo. I think I'd be a little confused. I'd be like, am I healthy having a smoothie or am I eating good and plenty? But that's going to increase your blood flow. So you should just make a pumpkin pie with plenty of lavender, licorice and cucumber topped with cheese and tomato sauce. I guess the point is that that pizza actually does do something. It's 5%, but not as much as things. Mm-hmm. But that's just pizza isn't good for you.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Hilarious. Okay. Were you going to say something?
1: No, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, women give a guy a pumpkin pie. I don't know a guy that doesn't like pumpkin pie. I know women that don't.
0: Well, <laughs> how come they make pumpkin perfume? I mean, they make pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks, but now yeah. they're going to – if I was a – I am an
1: entrepreneur, but if
0: I had time to make something, I would make one of my candles, my Emily and Tony candles, I should make a pumpkin. Hell yeah. Dude, that's next. Done. Okay. The topic of the show is rejection, but it's not to bring you down. I'm going to teach you how to deal with it because we all have to deal with it in life. So what I realized doing the show when I first started Menace is that I didn't realize that every guy that I've probably dated in my life, you know, Whether, you know, however I met him, if he approached me at the bar, we met, fixed up, he came up to me at Whole Foods, whatever. It's because this guy had the guts to come up and ask me out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that the only guy, most women go out with me nowadays, there's online Mm -hmm. dating, everyone's doing that. But really, there's all these, you know, are the guys who have the courage to come up and, and approach you. Well, there's all these really, really nice shy guys in the corner kind of cowering because they're so afraid to talk to women. Yeah. And until I started doing the show and I started hearing from thousands of men around the world, realizing that this is like anxiety exa- men's got a huge not that I didn't I didn't think about it. I was like, there's lots of guys around, but I didn't know there's like a nice guy who right, how many girls did you want to ask out in life that you didn't Oh, early so on? many. Right? Guys yeah. go through this. And and typically men are the ones who have to do all the asking and are dealing with the rejection. Sucks. And so, you know, right, it does suck. And so yeah. I feel, you know, I feel for these guys and I get it that that it's really what holds a lot of men and women back from dating because, you know, women are afraid to approach. They're also afraid of getting, you know, being rejected and putting themselves out there. You know, a guy could come up and say hi to them and they just get, you know, I have friends like this who get social anxiety. There's like, they're really attracted to a guy and the second they see the guy they like, they get all nervous and flushed. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, that's also – it's because we're afraid that, you know, this could be something and then there's a possibility looming in the future that we could be rejected. So um, it's not necessarily because people don't know what to say, you know, or they don't feel like they have much to offer. Again, it's, it's this crippling, crippling fear of rejection. You yeah. crippled. Totally. So when women get rejected, I think they also blame themselves. Was I not pretty enough? Was I not smart enough? You know, and I think that when we start to think these thoughts, it's never what you think. And even if it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'll never know why this guy didn't call you back or this girl. Mm-hmm. And don't let it wreak havoc on your self-esteem. Because, you know, it's important to like, we always, this, women are already so hard on themselves for their looks and men are judgmental or women are judgmental. We're all mm-hmm. judgmental. And that if you, so I'm going to go through some steps here about what happens and how to deal with it. But it is true that we tend to make up stories that will never be validated. We're never going to get the information that, you know, in our minds we think, oh, it's because I drank too much dinner, for example.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: he might have not called you back because he actually got back together with his girlfriend or because, you know, maybe <laughs> he didn't like the fact that you were late and he actually had nothing to do with your drink. It doesn't really matter because you guys aren't meant to be together for whatever reason. But don't spend time over analyzing and thinking that you could change yourself and there's something wrong with you if you get rejected.
1: Yeah. D- just move on.
0: Move on. Don't Quickly. waste time. The quicker you move on in life from any kind of rejection, the quicker you will succeed in life. Yeah. So, because we all face it in life. And um, and I kind of think life is a series of rejections until yeah. we die. <laughs> yeah. But the rejections are what make us it turn. It's true. Like, it, like not it's just probably... rejections. I don't just mean, in, in, it's like life. Like, you get rejected. And by rejection is a huge umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Like, things don't always go the way you planned.
1: Oh, no. And it's, not at it's, all. it's
0: about what you do with the things that don't go your way and how you move forward.
1: Yeah. Life anyway. is probably 90% rejection.
0: It kind of is. Yeah. But not to be negative, because when I come back, mm-hmm. I've got a quick word from our sponsors. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do in every scenario and how to get over this stuff. All right. So you can go on and have a happy life, happier life mm-hmm. than you're already having. Okay, everyone. Speaking of candles that I was talking about earlier, my new pumpkin spice latte yeah. candles coming out. No, really. Emily and Tony, I make these massage candles, okay? I've been talking about them for about a year. And I feel like I might not have always done a great job of explaining them because you, a lot of people don't know what a massage candle is. And so i got to explain it to you because it's the kind of thing that you really need to experience and people freak out once they try them. It just looks like a regular beautiful candle that you'd have on your, you know, you can mm-hmm. light it dinner, you can light it for atmosphere, or you could have it next to your bed. It smells amazing. Aromatherapy gets you in the mood. But what happens is, it actually, when you blow out the candle, it turns into the most luxurious massage oil. It's not hot, it's not waxy, it's not sticky, it's not gonna burn your partner, but you can give them a luxurious massage and it really hydrates your skin. It's made of coconut oil and soybean oil and it feels amazing. And people even told me that it's improved their sex life because it's like this, it's something new to try in the bedroom. Massage is always a great gateway for sex. And I had a reader say to me that um, emailed me and said, My girlfriend was skeptical at first, but agreed to try the warm oil on me first and gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and we had amazing sex. She could not stop talking about how good the candle smells and how great the massage oil feels. I'm convinced that the scent and the candle helped us through some of the barriers to sex that we have faced lately. Okay guys, so I created these candles so you can have the best sex of your life. So check it out. Go to emilyandtony.com, use code EMILY, and you get 20% off your first purchase, and you'll love them.
1: And they're awesome.
0: Do you love it? Do you need another one? I do. Okay.
1: Give it to me already.
0: God. Come to my trunk (laughs) after the show. All right. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Rejection. I said a lot about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know I'm going on that, because I really just want people to understand that we can can all... This is what I want to say. And then we're going to go on. After we... The thing about rejection is it can be very bone crushing, right? Especially when it comes to love. It's like your knife goes through the heart when someone doesn't text yeah. you back, call you back, or if you're in love with them. Even more You know, mm-hmm. even more so, like you're in a relationship. You think, am I not worthy of love? Am I not good enough? Is it me that needs, you know, do I need to change? Is it my problem? And the initial shock of rejection can make you feel like you can't breathe and you think, ah, you know, I'm going to become someone else because this person doesn't like me. So what I'm saying is that If a relationship is done and someone rejects you, it's how you move on. So dating is a numbers game. You just got to keep putting yourself out there. And the possibility of being rejected looms. Sure it does. And you you will get rejected. You might reject it a hundred times. But you keep going until you meet someone. And it is not going to kill you. And I guarantee it makes you stronger. So let me move on to the um, tips of this. So let's say you're at a bar.
1: All right. I'm at a bar.
0: And you're chatting up someone. And things seem like they're going really well. And let's say you ask for their number. You ask a chick for a number. Okay. And uh, she says no. How would you respond?
1: Say, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> right.
0: Okay, you All say right. thanks. Moving on. Okay. Thank you. So, right. And then maybe you talk to someone else, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So I think, the, yeah, the best way to say, okay, maybe you might want to say you missed out on a great time, but it was nice to meet you and move on. That's it. <laughs> no, no.
1: What? Don't do that. Why? Then she'll think you're a
0: dork. Okay, fine. Just say, okay, Just thanks, Go. whatever, have a good night. And then there's a million other people in yeah. the bar. Don't let this stuff, you know, get you down on it. There's no point in letting one misconnection ruin, like, an entire night of being out and about. So the other thing is, the next one is, like, it's an online dating ghost trick. How people kind of disappear online. So let's say you're messaging with someone. It's going great. You have the same taste in movies. You know, you find out that you have, like, the same dog. You went to church camp with their neighbor or something. <laughs> and there's inside jokes. You guys, you already have pictured, you know, you guys walking down the aisle together or something. And the conversation goes on maybe for a while and things are great and you have plans to meet. And then all of a sudden this person cancels a date.
1: Hmm. What do you do?
0: Uh,
1: don't message them or talk to them yeah. at all.
0: Stop it immediately. Yeah. If this ghoster, because they disappear, they don't mm-hmm. respond, you know, to your last comeback – don't sit there and overanalyze it and think I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have said that. Why did they mm-hmm. talk and you didn't talk to your girlfriends don't, for two hours about it? Don't it doesn't them at matter. All. Don't message them. Delete them. Don't see if they've already been back on. Oh, they were on mm-hmm. their account three minutes ago. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And so what I'm saying is these things hold us back and we let it paralyze us. But the more you the quicker that you move forward from these things, you just gotta let it go. You've no idea what was wrong. Maybe you've no idea what happened to him and it doesn't matter. You didn't even meet this person. It really doesn't matter. So keep on matching and winking and swiping and try your luck with someone else. So don't, you know don't Don't harp on things. Don't on things and don't I guess I just hear this all the time because you we always talk about this how women and I will agree with you on this that women tend to guys don't really talk about it they you might be upset mm-hmm. if a woman doesn't get back to you but you're not going to send an analyzer for two hours and show your friends the series of text messages yeah. and listen to listen to his voicemail and watch all the messages we went this is what women yeah. do and it, I'm don't. telling you it is a way you could you could solve world world hunger really with all the time mm-hmm. that women spend analyzing like ridiculous and men dates mm-hmm. and things that didn't go your way so um this happen- and this is happening more and more online too, I think, that you get interested in someone and whatever. Then
1: you're going through everything about them yeah, online. My yeah, my picture was
0: bad. I knew I shouldn't put that mm. photo up. Maybe, you know, it was the way I said this. Yeah. Who the hell knows? And even in life, bigger picture, the things that we worry about happening are the reasons why we think we got fired from the job or didn't mm-hmm. get the loan or didn't get the raise is not what you think anyway. So just let mm-hmm. it go and work on yourself. And also... It's important, too, when things happen, like even if you get rejected from a job or something, let's just say you didn't get an interview, you didn't get the, the job and the interview went well, there's nothing wrong with looking at it and saying, hmm, I wonder why, you know, maybe I didn't get it and then going back and saying, you know what, I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm going to take all this energy that I could spend being really bummed out to, let's say, you're applying for a writing job. I'm going to go home and I'm going to write for, for, for hours, three hours a I'm mm-hmm. going to really improve on this skill. It's not that maybe it wasn't even that you were a bad writer. Maybe they wanted a brunette instead of a blonde. It doesn't really matter. But the truth is the more that you work on yourself and you put all that negative energy that you're thinking and, and improving whatever it is, your self-esteem, your skills, you'll fare better in the world.
1: I believe. I believe you, Emily.
0: <laughs> you too. <laughs> okay.
1: What? Nothing. What, you want me to talk more? No, you don't need to talk more. No, I totally believe everything that you just said though. <sighs> okay, good.
0: What? Nothing, What's wrong? no, Tell I'm just me. I'm just no. breathing. No
1: um you're thinking something
0: no i'm really not there was something else that i was going to <laughs> look say. at me hmm.
1: did you want me to say no 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 no
0: not at all i was just um
1: <laughs> what when you go off on a tangent and i agree with you what what more do you want me to say
0: nothing at all nothing okay. i'm just reading see this is talking this is
1: the problem and I think with your relationships.
0: <laughs> Did I talk too much?
1: You, you talk for a lot. And if a guy doesn't talk back, you, you get very upset. I know you're so annoyed by my text messages when you like text message me so much stuff. And then I reply, yes. That's how no. most guys do.
0: My brother, I would, <laughs> yeah. t- I, I will text him a whole heartfelt, like long, yeah. probably K. <laughs> the longest he's ever texted me is K. Yeah. And then when and I was he, meeting him in Florida uh-huh. over the break, over Christmas... I was at my mom's before I went to go meet him, and I said, um, really excited to see you. Can't wait to see you. a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And he goes, can't wait either. K or K, yeah, can't yeah. wait either. And my mom's like, that's really good for him. <laughs> he has said, can't wait. He's never texted that yeah. much. I think that's why he's so successful. It was because he really doesn't spend a lot of time verbalizing things.
1: Yeah. Just straight to the point. Yeah. Yes, no, maybe.
0: Right. All right. Exactly.
1: But I think you definitely need somebody that communicates and talks a lot in your life don't oh. you don't you think
0: maybe That's... communicates but they don't need to talk a lot in fact i've had things where i think they I they need to listen I, <laughs> they need to be really good listeners yeah. um i've had times where i think i first of all not every guy could date me because i do talk a lot mm-hmm. the famous story of my boyfriend who said can you not talk after seven o'clock at yes. night before 8 a.m
1: i know you have a lot of new listeners you gotta say
0: so i was dating a guy for a while and we were, this was years ago, and we were dating and things were really, you know, it was a good relationship. But after we were in it for a few months, we spent a lot of time together. He's like, or I tried to have conversations like at 8, mm-hmm. nine, 9 Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Finally, when he said, Emily, can we just not talk from like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m.? Like, have it like a no talk time.
1: Oh, amazing. I was like, yeah. no
0: way. There's no way I can do that. There's yeah. no way. And I'm out. Yeah. That's how why I broke up with them, but it's true. And then, do you know my family, when I was little, used to play a game mm-hmm. when we were on road trips in the car because they couldn't get away from me. They'd play a game and they'd say, we're going to play, because my, my brother and I, we're going to play a game. Whoever talks first loses.
1: <laughs>
0: I always lost.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did.
0: I know. We were talking about that with my nieces. I'm like, does Daddy ever play this game with you? They're like, no. No. Like, you don't talk too much.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think if I, I could be with someone who didn't talk but I also have had moments of insecurities where I thought, God, I just talk too much the whole time? But I always, uh-huh. like when I'm already, when I'm dating, I'm like, I'm really good at, a, you know, I'll ask mm-hmm. questions and listen. I can listen too. Yeah. But while, sometimes when I'm with someone and I'm processing, I externally process a lot. That could be a challenge for people. Yeah. Okay, there's the disappearing dater. Yes. This is more men than women. And there's actually a lot written on this. I talk about all the time, why he disappeared. Guys just disappear. I mean, we're talking about you're having three, four dates. You could be together three months. And he just phew, vanishes. Done. Women, not as much. Have you heard this before? But the dis- Have you ever disappeared on a woman?
1: Uh, yeah. Just like, you know, less and less communication until it's right. totally cut off. The slow off. fade. Yeah.
0: So... This happened, the disappearing data. You know, you feel like, I want to file a missing persons report. Maybe he's in the hospital. You know, you go, remember that yeah. book? He's just not that into you. Like, maybe he's in the hospital. Maybe he had to work late. Maybe his mom's sick. No, none of those things. He's just not that into you. And he's showing you that because he disappeared. Yeah. He's probably not dead. And even if he is dead, you only knew him for a few weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying he probably disappeared. It just happened. So what you can do is you can either launch a full-scale manhunt. You can call an emergency meeting with your girlfriends. Or take it as a blessing in disguise. And move on to the next date because usually we spend so much time, like I said, overanalyzing it, trying to figure out why you didn't call, and it doesn't matter. 90% of the time, the disappearing act has nothing to do with you. Nothing at all. Again, it's a favor. So he's doing you a favor, he disappeared, and it hurts because you're like, we mm-hmm. connected. And even I've had dates with people where I like, I didn't even like him that much. I liked them, but it was mm-hmm. okay. And then they don't call and it like it's a projection yeah. thing. You're like, why yeah. didn't you get back to me? Is there a reason? Did I do something? Mm-hmm. So the sooner that you just realize that, you know. You know, he's doing me a favor. There's nothing I did wrong. You could also, you know, nothing wrong with looking back at the dates and saying, okay, well, maybe I, you know, maybe I did get a little too drunk. I mean, I'm trying to think of like the infractions that Mm -hmm. really could piss off a guy that you think, well, I know it was because I drank too much. But I don't know. I slept with him on the first date, which, Mm. you know, goes both ways. I don't have a strong opinion of that because there's a lot of people whenever I say wait to have sex, which I do Mm -hmm. think is optimally the best choice, not have sex the first few dates because then it becomes all about the sex, but sometimes people bang on the first date. Lots of couples end up together for the rest of their lives after sleeping together on the first date. I'm just saying whatever it is, you could look at it and if it didn't make you feel good, then you could change that behavior. But don't assume that that's why it happened because you'll never know. So just do that analysis. Um, And if there was something you don't feel happy happy about, you can change it. Yeah, so it's also okay to say, no to someone. Here's another thing about being rejected. I used to do this. When guys would come up to me, they'd ask me out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I felt like I had to say yes. Give them my number. Yeah. I felt like I don't want to reject them and I don't want them to, you know, and maybe women would do, yeah, maybe. He seems like a nice guy and a lot of guys mm-hmm. don't come up, especially in San Francisco, ask you out. And... Well, why do we do that? Like, why do we end up, like, saying yes to these guys that we're going to go second, third, fourth date, sometimes three years? Um, And this is from Psychology Today. Psychology Today says, human beings, we don't like to reject people. We don't like to cause other people pain. Rejecting undesirable dates may then be quite difficult to do, perhaps harder than we anticipate, and this desire to avoid hurting others' feelings may be part of what leads us to start to build relationships with people who don't meet our ideals. So not everyone who comes up to you and hits on you, whatever, should you necessarily say yes to you because we don't want to reject them. Yeah. And guys do it too. They're like, oh, she's nice. I don't want to hurt her. She's cool, yeah. And they just yeah. like, cheat on her on the side. <laughs> People just, no, I don't know. But really like, do but guys don't do, typically guys, they say decide within 30 seconds or less if they're going to sleep with someone.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, g- often girls aren't that aggressive, so you don't get put in that situation, you know, or she's saying, oh, you know, we should hang out and... Right. Yeah, which they should be if you're really into a guy.
0: You should approach them because guys can't read mm-hmm. the signs. But this is my tip. This is what I do now. I mm-hmm. don't say... I've actually learned not to say yes to people. I don't want to say yes. So I actually, because it's my job, too, to help people, give people more encouragement, I mm-hmm. say, this lately this has happened to me, thanks for asking me out. Thank you, asked for my number, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, makes me feel so good. I appreciate it. Not in place to date right now, but I think it's awesome that you're asking me out. And... Don't take this as a rejection or discouraging you from asking out other people. I know that sounds really silly. <laughs> yeah. I've even said and like and they keep doing it. That was awesome. Thank you so much for asking me. And 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 I'm telling you, I'm just not in the place right now, but keep asking them out. I give them a little encouragement. Nice. But one time lately, some guys like, Hey, so do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, one point of mm-hmm. advice though, don't start with the, the boyfriend thing. That All doesn't right. work. So I give them feedback and I want to encourage them. Okay, That's so good. here's what I want to tell people to do when they are rejected. Because mm-hmm. this is what I've been talking about rejection. Okay, Mm -hmm. so um, the person, whether they say to you it's not working out, whatever it is, they could say to you, you know, I don't want to date you anymore, they don't call you back, it could be you didn't get the job, just bow gracefully. Don't try to Mm -hmm. reject and say convince them that they shouldn't reject you. Mm -hmm. The sooner, you'll never win that argument. You'll never be able to convince them that they shouldn't reject you if they don't want to date you again. You can ask for an explanation if it's just like a few dates or something or something happens and understand why. And this is how you'll learn that the rejection probably isn't about you and that it's not personal. We always think that it is personal and then our self-esteem takes a nosedive and it's a disaster. So you can ask. However, if it's a matter of love and he's like, I just don't love you, that's one that you just leave, turn around, don't look back. Get out of that one. Um, Also, if you get rejected online or something happens, you have a bad date, you might want to take to bed with like Ben and Jerry's and sit there for like weeks on end <laughs> and be sad and cry and all this stuff and give up and delete all your dating prior, uh de- delete all your dating profiles and like take a vow of celibacy. But I think what you should do is spend that time channeling all that energy that you would have done being depressed and upset. And I mean, you can do a night or two of that, but do things that make you feel better about yourself and grow as a person. So if online dating is pissing you off and getting you down, then just say, you know what, I want to do. I'm going to tell two friends today that I'm single and they should mm-hmm. fix me up because that's a great way to meet people. In fact, mo- people that either meet online or through mutual friends. Yeah. Just like uh, like Facebook, through friends. Like I have people, you know, friends of friends, like mm-hmm. how you, whatever. So that's what I suggest to get over rejection. Also, just remember that practicing it makes perf- perfect. It is, a de- it is a numbers game and.
1: It's a total numbers game.
0: And by that, we mean that. There's so many efficiency not to be efficient. But <laughs> I just feel like we waste a lot of time in life, even with rejection over anything, getting down on ourselves. And all the things, the worst case scenarios we imagine are not typically true. So the more that you go back inward and work on yourself, you will be able to deal with rejection. It does get easier. And um, you can move on and find someone that makes you happy.
1: Yeah. Living You're happy not going to have any problems, nothing bad's going to happen to you.
0: You're not gonna die. No,
1: you're gonna end up finding somebody that you really like and you can hang out with. That's what's gonna happen. That's gonna be the end game. I agree, Mattis. <laughs> so it sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others.
0: Emily, um, I'm not looking for a relationship <laughs> right now, but it is true that, um, and I think about the um, people because uh, I do. I, I, my heart like hurts for the guys who are just like great guys, and I say guys because I think it is typically guys in mm-hmm. their teens and twenty. You know, they, they just Sometimes it goes into later in adulthood, but they just can't get yeah. over it. And I'm just telling you that if you practice talking to women whenever you're out, it could be women you're attracted to or not, or men, or whoever it is, and you practice those conversation skills and you get off your virtual reality goggles or whatever, and you start <laughs> learning being out in the world that you will um, feel more confident and get better at it and all that. Okay, that's what we got time for.
1: All right. Oh, real quick question. Yeah, men So if you're having virtual reality <laughs> sex. Yeah. Um, with some person in another state is that cheating
0: yes <laughs>
1: you are absolutely Through the computer. it is it's yes. almost
0: worse like emotional yes. cheating is almost worse mm. i think that or uh, virtual cheating any of that yes. people like is this cheating is a blowjob <laughs> cheating is that yeah it's all friggin' cheating it's cheating all right fine okay all right menace no computer cheating. okay everyone cheating. Um, follow menace where instagram uh, instagram
1: Twitter? m-e-n-a-c-e On Instagram and Twitter, M-E-N-A-C-E, where a lot of Sex with Emily listeners like to reach out is on Twitter. Yeah.
0: Same with me. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sex with Emily. I love Mm -hmm. hearing from you. As always, you can email me your questions to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Also, I've got a survey that's on my website. I'm going to be tweeting it out, all that stuff, Facebook, Facebook. And it's, it'll take you two seconds to fill it out. Two minutes, mm-hmm. if I'm not exaggerating. And it's gonna, 2015 is all going to be about taking the show to the next level. And I wanted to show be a show that you all love. So answer the questions and um, it really help. So thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Fleshlight is the number one sex toy for men and probably the only one that you really want. Let me tell you this, wouldn't it be amazing if you could feel the pleasure of having sex anytime, even when you didn't have a partner? The fleshlight simulates the actual feelings of having sex and the results I've heard from people are amazing. I don't have a penis. If I did, I would sit with my fleshlight the entire day. So I know guys, you got your hands and you're like, that's all I need, but just try the fleshlight and then we'll talk. Because I'm telling you, it'll just mix up the whole experience it's made of body-safe materials. You can uh, use it over and over again. It's discreet and portable. And it is hyper-hypoallergenic, hyper, natural, paraben-free, all that stuff, which you might not care about. But the truth is, this material that they make, these masturbation sleeves, was invented by NASA. It's the coolest thing. They have all these different textures. Try the stamina training unit. If you like porn stars, she might have a mold up there of her intimate parts. And you can... Put that, your penis inside of it. So um, go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, use coupon code EMILY, and you can buy a Fleshlight and get a bottle of their award-winning Flesh tube. So check that out at sexwithemily.com. Thanks for listening.